How's everybody feeling? Max Gordon here from Lion Man Rewilding. So happy to be here. It's a wonderful evening, 10.30. It's a late night, but I had a great uh, night with my buddies um, playing basketball. I um, saw some people that I hadn't seen in a while, so really grateful for them. Um, grateful for you, for you all. Um, feeling better, if anybody's wondering. Um, welcome to Mulberry Monday. Um, today, we're going to talk about more tracking wisdom and... Uh, we're gonna get into um, get into some of the, the uses of dandelion. So um, I want to just make sure that everything's up for you. Um, so to, before we do that, um, let's just mention that this is also yeah brought to you by Lineman or Wilding. Um, we have um, in-person courses happening right now in Florida, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Um, soon to be an online course. We're really hoping to have that this fall live. Um, it's taking a lot of work, but it's just the nature of things. Um, and then now we have tools that are up and live. Um, so feel free to check those all out. Um, the tools are going to be the tools are great. So we're really excited about that. Um, we have arrowheads and stone axes and some really nice handmade things. Um, so proud of that. And then of course we have. Our newsletter that goes out on Fridays. Um, we do a webinar on Thursdays, and um, yeah. So um, and then we have um, usually we have a, an intro class that people can take on um, Saturdays. So um, hope that feels good to everybody. Let me just make sure that my charger is working. Seems like it's kind of. I think we're back in business. Um, so. Um, we're here. Um, I guess we'll talk about the origins of science. Um, that 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 article again. Um, we haven't talked about it by Louis Liebenberg, the evolutionary roots of scientific reasoning and its implications for citizen science. Citizen science. Um, we were down in page like around the page. We're down to page like almost in the eighties now. I'm just gonna go down to it. So excuse me for a second. Um, I'm just going to go down to the spot where we were. Hmm. Let's see. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Um. Was reading a little bit about um, the the ants, um, um, and the mental qualities. I'm gonna go down. I'm just figuring out where we were before. Um, there we go. Um, scientific, the scientific process in tracking. So we're on to page 92. So um, page 92. Okay. 92. Okay. The scientific process in tracking. Since hunter-gatherers, um, let's make sure the volume is good. Yeah. Since hunter-gatherers of the Kalahari no longer live a nomadic way of life, it is not possible to study the art of tracking in its original context. In particular, it's not known how trackers from different bands interacted 
and how the new ideas were exchanged and shared by hunter-gatherer societies as whole societies as a whole nevertheless a hypothetical reconstruction of the art of tracking as a collective research program of a community of interacting trackers may help to explain how science originated Azim Lakatos in 1978 proposed a scientific research program consists of developing theories series of theories it has a tenacious hardcore and heuristic in a heuristic which includes a set of problem-solving techniques Protective belt of auxiliary hypotheses, on the basis of which initial conditions are established, protects the hard core from refutations, anomalies, um, anomalies, uh, blah, 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 okay, um, this is kind of going on, um, It's very kind of talking about animal behavior. <clears throat> so recently, he says, recently I started conducting formal evaluations of Kalahari trackers so that can be awarded tracking tracker certifications for potential employment opportunities. I discovered that. Even the most experienced trackers some, sometimes make surprising mistakes when they identify a track at a glance. But when two or three of them, them then have the opportunity to discuss the tracks, they invari invari invariably self-correct themselves and come up with a corrected answer. I realize that some of the rare species like cheetah are hardly ever seen by hunters who move on foot, since these animals are not only very rare but actively avoid being seen by hunters. Hunters rarely have the opportunity to see a cheetah and then study its tracks. To get to know their tracks, they have to study its behavior and then deduce what, which animal it is. For example, the cheetah runs down its prey, while the leopard stalks and pounces on its prey. Only when they find a kill site will they have the opportunity to study the animal's tracks. And from these few opportunities, they must remember the details to identify the animal in the future. So when you test them on an individual track in isolation, they may make a, make a mistake at first glance, but after engaging in critical discussion, they will correct themselves and give the correct answer. Most significantly, when two trackers make the same mistake and a third tracker makes the correct identification, who um, the consensus answer would be correct, even though the tracker who individually gave the correct answer was in the minority. This still illustrates that even at the level of track identification, Critical discussion plays an important role in tracking. On one occasions, on one occasion, two um, trackers, Kayete and Nahambi, could not reach agreement on their interpretations of the tracks. Kayete, who was the dominant personality among the group of four hunters, managed to persuade the other two, Nate and Buru, that he was right, and so his interpretation was accepted by consensus. Judging by my own interpretation of the tracks, I however believed Nahambi was correct. Apart from the fact that Kayete had a dominant personality, Nahambe was a stutterer who put him at a disadvantage. While with all the click sounds in, the, in, the lang in their language, he often had great difficulty in putting across a convincing argument. Of the four hunters, Nahambe was the most imaginative tracker, so his original ideas were not, uh, were not accepted by the others. The other three often mocked him for, quote, telling stories. Yet, on the one hunt, 
after the other three had already given up hope. It was his insight and determination that resulted in the successful tracking down of a wildebeest. Scientists contrary that to, to the belief that they never knowingly depart from the truth and are always telling stories. So that's pretty interesting. Um, so that was from page 92 to 100. Um, again, just telling about the miraculous story of working with these people close up and uh, how much there is to learn about tracking. Um, this kind of astonished every time I read these things is just how much that people can tell stories from that. But it's really just, it's simple, you know, just living with the landscape, you know, they're kind of forced to learn these things and obviously they're forced to enjoy it and have enjoyed it over time. But um, it's the way of life, you know? So it's like us who are proficient in computer uses because we're doing it every day. So we've grown to, um, we've grown to, to, to be good at it, be, to, to, to do well at it. So, um, um, in terms of kind of jumping now to dandelion, um, I want to say that um, uh, Taraxacum officinale is the uh, genus for dandelion, common dandelion, and it's been used uh, 81 matching quarries um, in North America. Uh, the Alouette um, use it as a gastrointestinal aid, uh, throat aid. Um, the Algonquins use it as blood medicine, as a poultice. Um, the Bellacula use it as a analgesic, as a stomach for stomach pain. Um, the Cherokee use it for for sleep, uh, for toothaches. Um, obviously, for for vegetables, pot herbs, laxatives, um, tonics. Um, again, it's both a, f a food and a medicine. Eye medicine, kidney aid, love medicine. Um, back for back pain. There's a lot of indications from the Haudenosaunee here. Um, Menominee, Micmac, Mohegans, cathartic. Um, use it as a strong infusion of dried leaves taken as a, 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 a psychic. I guess that means a cathartic to help throw up. Um, <clears throat> so um, Taraxum officinale, the dandelion or common dandelion, is an herbaceous perennial flowering plant in the daisy family, Asteraceae. Um, the common dandelion is well known for its yellow flower heads that turn into round balls of many silver tufted fruits that disperse in the wind. Um, common, it's grown in, um, grows in temperate regions around the world and most like in most in areas and, and, uh, in, um, with moist soils. <clears throat> Um, personally, I like to eat. I've been eating, enjoying it, eating it raw right now. This the leaves. Um, it's just like after a pre-meal or in between meals. How kind of just with digestive um, as a bitter. You know, I feel like sometimes I I like that bitter taste in my mouth after um, just like a fatty meal. Um, so it's a really tasty green. Um, um, in one article um, called Dandelion Phytochemistry and Clinical Pot uh, Potential. Um, in the journal medicinal plant studies um it's uh it was published in 2018 this is what they said the abstract teraxicum officinale a member of the asteraceae family commonly found in the temperate zones of the northern hemisphere is a herb that grows to height a height of about 12 inches producing spatula like leaves and yellow flowers that bloom year-round 
Dandelion is used in many traditional and modern herbal medical systems. It's particularly been documented in Asia, Europe, and North America. Dandelion is grown commercially in the United States and Europe. The leaves and roots are used in herbal medicine. It is commonly used as a food. Sesquiterpenes lactones impart a bitter taste to the plant, which is especially notable in the leaf, but also in the root, particularly when spring harvested. Um, harvested in the spring. Preclinical research on dandelion has revealed numerous properties, including its actions on as an inflammation modulator, diuretic, digestive stimulant, insulin stimulant, demulcent, prebiotic, immunomodulator, anti-angiogenic, and anti-neoplastic. Dandelion root and leaf could protect against oxidative stress linked atherosclerosis and decrease the atherogenic index. Dandelion offers a compelling profile of bioactive comp components, components with potential anti-diabetic properties. Traxicum professionality has been used in folk medicine in the treatment of hepatic and several diseases such as breast and uterus cancers. Dandelion extract has a potent inhibitory activity against HIV-1 replication and reverse transcriptase activity. Several flavonoids, including caffeic acid, chlorogenic acid, luteoloin, and luteoloin 7 glycoside, have been isolated from the dandelion. Traxicum officinalidae uh, leaves are rich in fiber, potassium, iron, calcium, magnesium, phosphorus, vitamins, uh, provitamin A and C, and B vitamins, thiamine, and riboflavin, and protein. Especially, it's very high in potassium. Um, that's why it can be. It's used as a diuretic. Um, makes you pee. Um, so that was that was a lot that's uh, that was mentioned about dandelion. So lots to say about that. It's a really um, wonderful plant. Um, uh, so <clears throat> we talked about tracking. We talked about dandelion. Um, if I'm missing anything, please let me know. If you want to hear anything more in a different show, um, let me know. Um, I hope that um, you got something good out of this podcast. Now you could share um, this podcast with people that you know that would think you would enjoy it. So. Again, all I, can, all I can ask is share and like, follow us on social media platforms, um, check out our website. Um, if you're in the area, take one of our classes and soon to be uh, online classes. So I hope everybody's having a splendid evening. Max Gordon out, Lineman Rewilding. Have a great night. Peace.